Welcome to Heart Wide Open Podcast. I'm your host, Chrissy Beth Hubbard. In this podcast, we will explore all things joy and sorrow, ups and downs, and living with our hearts wide open in this beautiful experience we call life. Thank you so much for joining me, and I look forward to diving in deeper with you. for joining me. This is the third episode of this podcast and I'm going to be really honest. I have just had a pretty big mug of cacao to drink and um, <laughs> I'm feeling pretty, pretty good, pretty chill, but I just wonder if that will kick in in a little while. <laughs> so if I start talking um, faster or sound hyped up that might be why and kind of naughty of me to have it at 5 30 in the evening I don't know it's kind of like I don't have regular coffee anymore because since I was pregnant I I went on to decaf so cacao probably does more for me than a coffee so that's my wild times for you as we start this third episode of the podcast I'm really excited about what we're gonna talk about today it's very much um, what I'm in the midst of in my life right now as a new mom to beautiful Birdie Sky. Birdie is with us as well. She is actually um, she is actually feeding right now. So um, this episode, I wanted to talk a little bit my about sorry talk a little bit about my experience with breastfeeding. And um, it's quite, for one, it's what I'm completely in the midst of. So my world has felt very much like it's um, very much focused on feeding Birdie and working out breastfeeding. It's been really challenging for us. And um, also this week is World Breastfeeding Week. So I thought it was perfect um, because it's been very much on my mind, on my heart, and um, I've had some bigger breakthroughs this week that I wanted to talk about. So um, yeah, so basically when it comes down to breastfeeding, um, I think until you become a, a mom, you, yeah, you really have no clue. <laughs> and even when people, I had lots of people tell me about their own experiences, not maybe necessarily in lots of detail, but some people just saying they really struggled with it and they didn't end up um, continuing with breastfeeding, or some people that just loved it and that was the only way for them that um, they wanted to go, the only way they wanted to do it, or the only way they felt was right for their baby. Um, and I know that the how you feed your baby can be a controversial topic. Um, some people are very, um, you know, there's just one way for some people. I just, um, I know what I feel is right for me, but I also really believe that however is best for um, that mom and her baby is, is their way and that's the right way for them. Um, and there's no judgment, so this um, episode is all about not what's the right way to feed your baby. It's just about my experience with um, my experience with my breastfeeding journey and the things that I've learned so far. Brady is 
Um, gosh, she's going to be seven weeks tomorrow. So we're very much still in the thick of it all. <laughs> and, um, and we're still, we're just getting through it. And some days and nights are, um, are thicker than others, I'll tell you. And some are uh, much brighter, but, um, and lighter. Um, but so this episode and my opinions are just mine and my thoughts are just mine about my journey. And I totally, especially after going through this with Brittany, I don't think any other mom has a right to, you know, um, judge or, you know, to even really understand. I mean, we can, um, you know, stand in each other's shoes in some way. We can say, okay, I, I'm a mom, so I understand what she's going through. But until you've really been in her shoes, you don't really know exactly what that mom is going through and, and why she makes her own decisions. And that's fine. So, um, before I had Birdie, as I was saying, I'd, I'd had some people give me feedback on their experience. I had some people say that they found it um, way, too, you know, way too challenging. And there's lots of reasons why. Um, now that I've gone through my going through my own experience with Birdie, there's lots of reasons I understand now why it doesn't work for some women. Whether it be that the um, baby is really little and um, doesn't necessarily feed strong enough or maybe the milk supply isn't coming in as much as the baby needs so there needs to be supplements with um, formula or other sorts of supplements and um, and maybe for some women it's just not it doesn't feel comfortable for them for whatever reason Um, I knew that before um, having birdie I really really, really wanted to breastfeed. And I, I wanted that to be, for me, that's what I feel is her best source, source of nourishment and food. Um, and I, I didn't necessarily sit and read heaps of books about it. I just knew intuitively that was what was right for us. And then I also did take a few, um, I did, t- I did read a book actually. I got a breastfeeding book. Um, and I didn't read all of it, but I read through a lot of it. So you know, it had pictures and, and different um, uh, instructions and, and tips and advice and all the things. And I was reading that more in my second trimester. My midwife, Allison, she recommended I read it not so much at the end of my pregnancy because that's when your brain is just all about the birth um, and the labor. But she recommended I read it in second trimester. So I did get through a, a chunk of this book. Um, and then I also, through Allison, she's also was my lactation consultant and, um, she, uh, had a workshop, um, that we, that we could go to through the, uh, midwife group that I'm in. So she's part of a midwife, um, group and, and they did like mom, mom, mom's classes, private classes, sorry, uh, a group, um, of moms and then also, And they would do like informational sessions and things like that about what happens after the baby's born as well as the labor. Um, But also um, classes with Allison to learn about breastfeeding. And those were really helpful. And that was really because she's amazing and and she just really knows her stuff. And she really spoke to the realities of a lot of it and things that I wasn't going to read about in a book. So I'd had a little bit of idea of breastfeeding, but... Again, until your baby comes out <laughs> and that first time 
So Birdie did latch on the first time after she, um, after I gave birth to her, she, um, and they, you know, I had her in my arms straight away. I picked her up, had her in my arms after I pushed her out. Um, I will speak about my birth story in another episode, which I'm really excited to share. Um, and she, and once they got me up on the bed and, and, and had her on my chest, she was pretty quick to try and find, um, to try and find my boob and latch on. And then with Allison's help, we got her some colostrum and, and, um, and she did latch on and feed for a little bit, which was amazing. And she did really well latching on. And for some babies, I know that's not always the case. It can be really, um, a challenging thing for whatever reason, um, for a little bub to, to actually latch. So I felt lucky that we got to do that straight away. Um, and then we stayed in the hospital one night. Um, I'd given birth and she came out at 7.45 p.m. So we ended, we stayed the night and the nurses were lovely. And I did have, you know, I didn't sleep that night. I was just holding Birdie. And there was a couple times that I, I, you know, pushed the nurse button for them to come in. And because I really was struggling to feed her and and they were trying to help me, but they were so busy that mostly they just like put her on my boob for me. But I didn't, you know, really know what, how they did it or what they were doing. And, um, even after reading a book and taking a breastfeeding, you know, workshop class, <laughs> um, it's so different when it's the real, you know, the real, the real baby is in your arms and you're, you're, you know, and especially if they're hungry and you, and you're, um, you're a little bit unsure and you feel not so confident, you know, as a new mom, that's how I felt. And so these nurses were lovely. They tried to help. And then, um, I just remember the first, so we stayed in the hospital for one night and then we were in there most of the next day. They wanted us to stay longer, um, because of some things that had happened, um, that I can, I'll go into another time with my birth story, but basically I had um, some preeclampsia issues and they just want to watch my blood pressure, but we ended up leaving in the afternoon. And, um, when we got home basically all day, I think I'd fed birdie, um, later in the morning, maybe around midday. And then, um, she didn't really ask for any more food and I didn't feed her, um, after, until, later I tried to feed her later in the day and then when we got home um, I think Craig made us some food and and it was pretty late by the time we got home and she still wasn't feeding so now it's been a pretty long stretch of time and I'm getting worried and so is Craig and so you know we're going to bed for the first time and um, with our new baby in in our in our home which was exciting but also scary um, and I bought this little bub's nest for, for Birdie to sleep in, in our bed. And it looks like, it just looks like a, what it, what it's called. It's like a little nest made out of a pillow. And, um, cause I wasn't quite sure yet about if I want, you know, how comfortable I'd feel with her right next to us in the bed. Um, which that's also another episode. I want to talk about co-sleeping because now I'm very comfortable with her that way. And that's the only way I really want to have her sleeping but um so she um we put her in this little bub's nest and she was just so little um I should have said at the beginning Birdie when she was born she came out quite small she was 2.8 kilos 
uh, 6.36 pounds. Um, so she was tiny and no, we never expected her to be very big cause I'm not that big myself. And she, you know, even my pregnancy, my belly it was biggish, but it wasn't huge. And, um, we kind of always knew she'd be a littler baby. So, um, because she was quite little and, um, it was, it wasn't like she was like, you know, this big baby that had this big appetite. So, um, that was another thing that, you know, so we put her in this little bub's nest and she was so tiny and, and I was scared and she hadn't fed. So we called the hospital and this was at midnight now because both Craig and I are like, all right, we need to be able to feed her. This isn't good. And, um, we called the hospital and they were, um, they were basically saying, you need to come back. Like you, you shouldn't have left, you know, you left a bit too early. Um, they weren't super helpful and actually not rude, but just like, I think Craig mentioned we had a midwife and they're like, well, that's who you should be calling. And, um, we didn't know, you know, we were just a bit scared at that time. And, and so they're like, you know, if you have a private midwife, you should be calling her. So we hang up and I was really nervous to call Allison at midnight. But anyway, so we did, and she was amazing. She just immediately um, was, you know, well, w waking up um, and said she wanted to get on um, a video chat with us. So we got onto Zoom, I think, and she was watching what I was doing. So she was instructing me, and there's definitely a fine art to breastfeeding. Like it's not, and every baby and every mom and the way they breastfeed is going to be a little bit unique. And that was the other thing. So it's like, you know, we're learning birdies, birdie knows innately to do this, but, and my body knows how to feed her, but, um, it takes time to work out your rhythm and your routine and where she wants to sit and how she, you know, what she does with her mouth. And, but Allison was amazing. She had lots of really good, um, tricks and tips and, she taught me how to do side feeding, which Birdie did end up doing at, on, at midnight that night um, or however long it took us to get to that place. And, and I do still love to side feed with her in the bed. And, um, but Allison was amazing and she put our, you know, she put us, um, our fears to rest because we did end up feeding her not a lot, but a little bit. And she didn't need a lot, obviously, then. It was, she was brand new, um, little tiny belly. Um, so that was, that was our first kind of night with Birdie and the experience of breastfeeding. And I think I knew then, I knew I was like, okay, this is going to be for real. Like this is going to be a challenging journey. Um, and, and I was okay with that. And I was just, I knew that I wanted to, um, I wanted to breastfeed and, and I was determined to, to make it, you know, help make, make it work for us. And for her to, for me to learn what she needed and for her to learn what, what I need, you know, we both need to, it's a two way street. So <laughs> that was the first night and that was a bit rough. And, um, but then, um, you know, as we, the, that first week, I still remember vividly was a week of quite a lot of anxiety, um, with her being so little and she wasn't, she was very, she was tired a lot. She was sleeping a lot, which is normal for babies, but it was a lot like she was a little bit jaundiced and probably one of the reasons she just didn't want to feed because she didn't have a lot of energy. And so that was a bit of a concern. Allison was amazing. She was coming by pretty much every day and she was um, coming and helping me get Birdie on 
my breast, um, helping me. I got, I have a pump, so I was trying to, you know, express and get my supply to come in, which was, um, you know, that was another thing I was learning about. Okay, your supply it might not come in straight away, or some women it just comes in a lot and it's really abundant. And for me, it wasn't that way. I was leaking a bit after a few days. You might hear Birdie in the background. She's starting to wake up. <laughs> um, I was leaking a bit and I was um, starting to learn how to pump, but not much would come out when I was expressing. And But it was just to try to stimulate the flow of milk and to get my supply to really start to come in. Um, and then, yeah, Birdie was feeding, but again, she would just like feed for a little bit and then just fall asleep, which wasn't great because she wasn't getting much into her. So those first, that first week or week or two was really intense. Um, I, I was really um, overwhelmed at one point by support, though, of other women, of their moms. So I put up, I think, a couple of stories just sharing, you know, that I'd been struggling and, and I got bombarded by, in a good way, <laughs> bombarded in a good way by um, so many other moms and and their experiences and their struggles and and I got lots of advice and and just amazing you know amazing support it was amazing to me I was actually just I, I just and it was people that you know people I hadn't probably heard from in years people from high school people stu old you know students of mine that they wouldn't have seen me for so many years and it was so much love and support and it really made me feel like oh I, I can do this you know some women saying it took them months to get, you know, to get the breastfeeding down. And so I went, okay, I'm all right. I'm in my second or third week, you know, and, and I, I haven't got it down and that's okay. It might take me a lot longer. And Birdie was still, um, you know, as we moved in through the next few weeks, Birdie would still feed, but, you know, go to sleep straight away. And then Allison was still visiting me, you know, maybe not every day as we got further along into it, but she was still coming and visiting me and Birdie, you know, every few days. And we'd start weighing her and um, just check, you know, she was starting to check her more, weighing her, seeing if she's gaining weight, making sure that she was, so she was putting on weight and going, it took a little while for her to go back to her birth weight. But then she did, and that was, so it was all these little, like, tiny milestones, but they were very small leaps. <laughs> Maybe I should say baby steps, not leaps. Um, and at this time, too, I was doing lots of other things, like um, my naturopath gave me a tonic to help boost the my milk supply. Um, I started taking things like fenugreek, bought lactation tea, which I started to drink, um, milk thistle, blessed thistle, you name it. Craig started to make amazing lactation cookies, which by the way, they are so good. Oh my gosh. Um, if anyone out there needs some amazing lactation um, cookies, just let us know. Craig is, is he's an amazing cookie maker. Um, it's like his other calling. Now he's played around with a few recipes and he's really nailed it now. And um, so he started making those and we were we were basically doing as much and everything that we could do to make this happen. And again, I never felt like I wanted to give up um, or felt like I was going to, you know, stop this, um, you know, this desire to feed Birdie this way. Um, one thing that I, 
I want to point out and um, speak about is the idea of donor milk. Now, this is a, a big one for me this week, and I'll tell you a little bit why in a second. But if you, I've never heard of anything called donor milk. And well, before I was a mom, I didn't know about breastfeeding or any of the things really. Um, and how, you know, how hard of a journey it can be. Um, but so beautiful. Like when, when Birdie, you know, especially even at the beginning when I was nervous and I didn't feel like I knew what I was doing, it was such a, it was such an amazing thing to be able to feed her from my own body. Like it was just, it was just like a, a little miracle happening. And I knew the minute I started doing that with her, even when it was hard, I thought this is, this is how I want to feed my baby. So, um, it made me just want to pursue it even more. And one, I think it was in that first week, um, when I was struggling to, you know, feed her with my supply, my milk supply, um, Allison recommended we get some donor milk and I didn't know what she meant. Uh, I'd never heard of such a thing. And she said, no, basically it's just that there's going to, there's, you know, other moms out there that have, um, an abundant supply of milk and they have more than their baby needs and they donate their milk to, to moms like me. And I was like amazed at this idea. I mean, I, I thought I did think, uh, Allison's going to say I have to start feeding her formula, which I just wasn't ready to do, um, at the time. Cause this was still really early on. And, and she was like, no, we're going to get you some donor milk. And she was amazing that same day there was a woman, um, and it was someone from my mom's group that I kind of knew, um, that she had, she was able to go to her house that day or that night and, um, and get some donor milk from her, um, to give to Birdie. Cause that was, I think that was probably even in that first week. And, um, and so basically, uh, what we did was we used a, a syringe with a feeding tube. And at the beginning we were using syringe with just like um, like a really tiny syringe that, you know, she basically wasn't putting too much, we weren't putting too much into her at the beginning because she was so little already and her little belly hadn't, um, didn't need much. And so we had to put the feeding tube down by my, basically along my nipple. And, um, and so she would, um, and then the milk would be in the syringe. Yeah. Birdie's awake now. And she would, um, she would be feeding, so it helps to stimulate my supply because she's feeding on on my boob, and at the same time we would be, um, you know, pushing the milk through the syringe through the tube, so she was drinking it. So it's very fiddly, and it would take me and Craig to feed her, and we were doing this at you know every every couple of hours. Basically, Allison said wake her up every couple of hours, try and get more into her, and. And so that was, that donor milk came in that first week and I was so grateful. And um, basically, yeah, but then from then on, I was just my milk and we were just trying to, and because then we still didn't know, you know, my supply was going to come in and we were weighing her and it was taking a while for her to get back to her birth weight and then she did. And then as we got into, um, you know, week four, week five, she was gaining weight, but it was quite slow and it wasn't as fast as Allison wanted to see. Um, she was looking healthy and she was alert. Um, 
just, you know, her jaundice, like she, her skin started to look better. She didn't really ever look that yellow anyways, but yeah, she just looked a lot. She looked healthy in her skin. She was alert. She was looking around. Um, and so all these other things were fine, but it was just that her weight, it was taking her a while to actually put the weight on. So, um, at some, at one point, Allison said, uh, we were going in for weekly visits, um, and this was in the, these last couple of weeks. So now we're at, again, I said, I think earlier, I said she's going to be seven weeks tomorrow. Um, but in the last couple of weeks, um, we moved to a bigger syringe. In the last few weeks, probably, we've moved to a bigger syringe. That's more like 10 or, or 12 mils. And we've had to, when we visit Allison, we've been weighing her. And she um, basically hasn't been putting on enough weight each week. So that's when Allison recommended we start doing donor milk and trying to get, I think we started with like, you know, I can't remember. I think it was um, 30 mils, 40 mils or something like that. And then moving up, you know, every week kind of trying to get a bit more into her and with the idea that if she um, gained more weight, then she would start to feed a bit stronger and really boost my supply and really bring it on because she's feeding but it's just not super strong, like a big, you know, like a big, healthy, chubby baby <laughs> um, who has a really big appetite would, would help to stimulate um, the mom's supply. Whereas with Birdie, she's little and tiny, and even though she's latching really well and she's actually an amazing, amazing breastfeeder, she's still, you know, not a strong, strong feeder. Um, and then sometimes she'd fall asleep, you know, in the middle of her feed. And um, so basically the idea is we wanted to bring her weight on and, you know, pack on some, pack on some kilos and get her, um, get her a bit heavier and stronger so that maybe my milk supply would come in a bit better. And so that was in these last couple of weeks, we started to get, um, donor milk from a lovely woman that lives close to us that, um, Craig's friends with her, um, husband and, she has a really healthy, big six-month-old bub, and she was really happy. She said to, she could easily pump out 100 mils for us every day, and that's what Allison was now recommending these last couple weeks uh, or so. And um, and that's a hard thing to get into Birdie with a syringe. So um, we, we were doing the best we could, but sometimes she would just get really fussy, and she, I don't think she liked feeling that you know, the tube and she would kind of push it out or just wouldn't, I was like putting pressure on the syringe to push the milk through and she, you know, it would go all over the place. We both have milk all over us. So this was like starting to, it was always fiddly, but then it got frustrating, you know, hard to watch that she wasn't actually taking the milk in and she would sometimes and then she wouldn't. And it was hard to get as much as we were meant to into her, um, uh, every day because a hundred mils, a hundred mils in a syringe is, um, can be quite a challenge. Um, excuse me while I drink some water. So that's what, uh, we've been trying to do, <clears throat> pardon me, these last couple of weeks is to get the 100 mils into her and um, she hasn't been um, having regular poos. She's been doing great with, 
you know, doing lots of wheeze, but not regular poos. So these are all the things that like a normal healthy baby is doing. Heaps of poos, lots of, you know, messy, <laughs> cleaning up messy um, nappies, or as we say in America, diapers <laughs> for the American people listening. Um, but Birdie hasn't been doing that. Um, she's been pooing, but it's very, it's been irregular until just recently. Um, and a lot of that Allison thought was because, yeah, she wasn't, she wasn't getting enough milk. So it was all really, you know, every time I'd see Allison, I'd, she was always so positive and she would tell, tell me, all, you know, that I was doing amazing and that I'm, you know, so she, I should be proud for, you know, doing the best that I can with this. And, but I always felt, you know, there's been so many times when I felt like such a failure, like, how can I not be able to feed my own baby? How can I not have the right amount of milk? And, and especially if like she seems hungry or she's, you know, really upset. And then I just feel terrible that I can't get it into her as much as I need to. Um, and I was really reluctant to get a bottle into her because for, you know, especially at the beginning, it can be, it can be, um, confusing if you, you know, you're giving the bub a, a bottle and you're trying to get them to learn how to breastfeed. So there's was so many different things that I just never thought I'd have to worry about. And I didn't, I had no clue, you know, how, how up, how many ups and downs I was going to have with this journey. And, and again, it, there's so many beautiful, amazing moments when I, when, when I am feeding her and she's looking up at me and I'm looking at her and I can kind of talk to her or sing to her. Um, but then there's other moments where I can just feel she's not feeding enough and, and she's crying and, and I'm crying and there's been multiple nights where, you know, Craig and I are trying to feed her with the syringe and I'm just, you know, I'm just a break. I was, I've had multiple breakdowns because I just felt like a terrible mom. Like I just, why can't I, why can't I make this happen? And, um, why don't I have enough milk for her? So there's all these thoughts, you know, like really negative and dark thoughts coming into this part of being a mom and and it can feel really isolating. Um, that's why it was so amazing to get so much beautiful feedback and support and to feel so, I didn't feel alone anymore when I shared my struggles. So I was really glad that I spoke up about how I was feeling. Um, and then it was just an amazing, you know, learning more about that there's um, so many women out there that, you know, are struggling like me and then there's all these other women that have this oversupply or overabundance of milk and that this there's this other part of the breastfeeding world where some of these women are donating their milk to um, moms like me. And there's even things called donor banks <laughs> where, you know, you can um, get milk from donor banks. And I mean, this is other side of this world that I, I just never, you know, heard about and I didn't know about, of course, until my time with Birdie, and um, yeah, Birdie's telling us about that, and <laughs> and and it was just—it's the most amazing thing. And the moms that will um, that have had this sort of experience, where you've you you kind of been in the depths of despair, and and sort of like, what am I going to do? And to have other moms out there say, 
put their hands up and say, I'll give you my milk. And I'm sure there's other people out there that say, um, that's, you know, not the right thing to do because my milk is designed for birdie. That mom's milk is designed for her baby, which is true. And at the same time, I, I just know in my heart of hearts for me and my, and my intuition as my mom, as a mom to birdie, um, I would hands down take milk from, um, you know, all these women are really healthy and, um, to, um, take their milk over, over for me going to formula, um, is, it's still very much the last resort. Um, and the fact that they have this oversupply and otherwise it was just going to get thrown out. I'm just thinking, you know, this is perfect. And it's so, it's such a beautiful gift. So beautiful. It's like gold. <laughs> so, um, recently, um, for me, this past week has been really, really, really amazing. And, um, I just thought it, the timing of it was amazing because it's world breastfeeding week and, and Birdie and I are still making our way through this, um, very emotional roller coaster ride of breastfeeding. Um, last week, um, the woman that I usually get my donor milk from, she was struggling to get enough. And there was a couple days there where she hardly got any, or there was one day where she, we didn't have any from her. And I, I could tell that it was, you know, really affecting Birdie. And I was starting to really worry. And, um, and Allison recommended that I reach out to my mom's group, this group that I um, was a part of, and we met, you know, every so often through the midwife place that I um, went through with Allison, Coast Life Midwifery, which if anyone's looking for um, a beautiful mid midwife, um, I highly recommend Allison Stevens at Coast Life, but that whole, the whole place is amazing. The other midwives are amazing as well, um, and they do have these special groups. So the we had this private Facebook group with this mom, with these mums and we'd announced our births on there and some women had, you know, put up some questions and it's a good place for us to just be able to talk about our struggles and things that are going on. And I hadn't yet said anything or asked any of the women there about their breastfeeding um, journey. And Allison said, I reckon you put your, put your um, request out to them. And I reckon she was like, I reckon there's going to be a couple women there that have an oversupply and she didn't want to say names or anything but she knew she probably knew that they did and so I um I did so just probably maybe it was three or four nights ago I wrote a post and I just told them what was going on and I said that I was struggling um to feed Birdie and get I started taking Domperidone which is a, a prescribed medication that I started taking last week um, that Allison recommended, and it's supposed to help boost your supply, and it's, it can be very successful for lots of women. It sometimes, though, can take weeks or longer to kick in and to really work, so um, I was really hopeful, and I still am. Um, I'm, I'm on my second week of taking it, and I'm still you know, not sure yet if it's helping me, but I'm going to keep trying for a while. Um, I'm not going to give up yet on that. In the meantime, I'm going to need a lot more donor milk because we weighed Birdie um, at the beginning of the week and Allison said that, yeah, she hadn't gained much weight last week, which I wasn't surprised by just because of not having maybe as much donor milk as normal. So um, 
but it was very, you know, I was very concerned and I just, um, I did post on that private group and I just told them that I'm taking this medicine. I don't know if it's going to work. My donor, um, the mom that I get the donor milk from is, um, she's still wanting to, but it just wasn't as much as I needed. Um, and I just said, does anyone, (laughs) anyone out there have any milk? And I was inundated. Like it was overwhelmingly supportive and loving these women that barely know me, um, never met Birdie. Um, they were amazing. Even women, the moms there that didn't hardly have an oversupply were asking or telling me they were going to express milk for me. Um, so loving the ones that couldn't, they share with me their struggles and they, you know, we just were, um, very supportive saying they understood. Um, but yeah, I had multiple women saying, um, you know, one woman said, one woman said that she had a backup supply of 500 mils, which is like amazing. So much milk. And she said, happy for you to have it. And then a couple of other women said they can, they can definitely support me and Birdie. Um, and it was just, it was so beautiful and it just really is a testament to how women are so, when we come together and support each other, it's amazing. And especially when moms reach out to other moms and just kind of hold, I just felt like they were holding me up and I'm, so I'm just going to have a moment where I, <laughs> I have to have some tears come now. Um, I just felt like completely held by these women and it was the most beautiful feeling. Um, because I, and some of them saying that they're so loving to my experiences. And I know some people might look and just say, what, what's the big deal? Why are you, you know, pushing through this so hard and why, you know, why don't you just go, go on formula and just all these things and and my mental health it has suffered a little bit but I would never if I was getting into a really dark place I would never you know keep going because I know that's not the best thing is for me to be healthy so that birdie can be healthy um physically and mentally so I haven't ever felt that it's that way um it's just been you know more of a struggle than anything and they were just so lovely. No one judged me. No one said, what? Why are you still trying to go? They were just really supportive, positive, saying, oh, well done. Amazing that you're still persevering and you can do this and don't give up hope. And it was just the most beautiful, beautiful response. And I, um, yeah, it makes me really emotional and choked up because it's just so loving. You know, these people that don't really know me very well and these women just holding me up and, and understanding so from that post, I now have multiple moms um, donating their milk to help Birdie um, and me get through this time of hopefully this medicine kicking in and it may or may not and I may have to go to plan D or C or whatever plan we're on now. I don't know <laughs> anymore. Um, and that's fine. Um, we'll get there and talk about it when we're there. But And then Allison too. Um, her support it's just been immensely um powerful for me in this journey i don't think i would have kept going if i didn't have her and i I realize how lucky i am with that and i'm so grateful that i've been able to have her support but um so this week i um 
I've spent the last couple of days, and it's been a beautiful time to to drive around and to pick up milk. And one woman lives like 10 minutes away from me, and she's been messaging me and saying, "All right, I've got 120 mils for you today," and and I'll pop over there. And then Craig went to the other donor donor milk um, from the mom that was originally giving it to us, and she had some for us the other day. And and I came home with today with like five bags, frozen bags of um, of of milk from another woman that um, had a backup supply that she gave me. And then the yeah, I just my car was like a little um, milk. We did a little milk run, me and Birdie today, and it was it was just beautiful. And and I think um, during this week, World Breastfeeding Week. Um, I think it's a powerful testament to that, <laughs> yes, maybe it's not just my breast milk for Birdie, and she is getting lots of my milk. I mean, I feed her very regularly, and then I top up. Um, I, what I've been doing now is I'm topping up. Oh, oh, so the other, sorry, the other exciting thing, um, this was one of the big things I wanted to share was um, we've moved from a different system now so we're not doing the little 10 mil syringe because that's that was that was what was kind of holding us up I think so when I saw Allison on Monday she um she had discovered um online that through the brand called Haka Haka um they have they make really lovely um bottles for it's not necessarily a pump but it's like something that you're going to suction onto your boob and, and it'll catch your overflow and your, your any leaking out when you're feeding. And I've, I did use it a little bit when I was having that at the beginning, but now I'm not having it. So I, but they created this other feeding system where there's a bottle and the tube goes, feeding tube goes into the bottle and then that goes into next to my nipple where she, I tape it. <laughs> so it's still pretty fiddly. Like I still have to work pretty hard to get it all set up. But then once she's on, we we put her. I put her on it yesterday, and it was amazing. She drank 140 maybe mils of of donor milk, and it was like I almost cried because it was like the world just changed. It was like, um, yeah, a little miracle of feeding because any moms out there that know when they've seen their baby not be able to feed very well, and then feeding really really well and and hungry and and really drinking it up it's it's such a it's, it is it feels like a little miracle and it's so amazing and I could feel my worries lifting and my heart was like oh okay this is gonna it's gonna be okay <laughs> it's gonna be okay and the plan is to try and boost her weight this week and get her up to four k's and put put her up to four kilos and and I think um Thanks to Allison and this new contraption that she found online the, through the Hucka brand, um, I think we're going to be able to do it. It really feels, I really feel positive. And, and so we got heaps of milk and dairy yesterday. And of course she vomited lots of it up because that was a lot for her belly. But we just, we're just going to keep persevering there. And then the same today, I've, I've put quite a bit into her and, and I was driving around and I've picked up milk and, with one of the, I was talking to one of the moms that was giving me milk and I was telling her about it and she was so excited for me and I'm going to cry again and she was so excited for me and it was just that feeling again of like you know she doesn't really know me at all and there was just so much you could just feel her joy for me and Birdie and I think that's 
what I, I was just wanting to share that the most is that I'm so overjoyed and I'm so grateful that um, I can continue to feed Birdie and she can continue to be on my breast and I can breastfeed her and I can breastfeed her longer and better thanks to the help of these other moms and I'm just so grateful and if any of them are and I've told them of course but if any of them are out there listening or any other if there are any moms listening that have donated milk you are lifesavers you are honestly what you do is so beautiful and it's hard to it's like in my mind I'm like what do I do to thank them like words seem silly it's but just know that what you do is so powerful and it's moms like me that so appreciate your love and support and and the fact that you because some women maybe wouldn't ever want to give their milk away but the fact that you do is is so beautiful and Birdie and I are so grateful <laughs> so that was um today feeling I'm feeling so positive and I'm feeling really hopeful and and again, Birdie and I, we have a ways to go, and I understand that, and I realize that. I'm not um, kind of living in this little bubble anymore, like I probably was before I was pregnant. <laughs> and breastfeeding looks so beautiful. Um, you see pictures of people breastfeeding and how easy it looks and how simple. And, and then when you become a mom and you realize, no, that, that's a beautiful picture, but there's a lot, there's a lot behind it all. There's a lot more than just, you know, than what you might see and what you might think um, and per- perceive on the outside of that picture. And now I am, I have so much more appreciation for what it is to breastfeed your baby. And I feel really, really excited for what is to come for Birdie and I. Um, I'm going to continue to, um, I'm going to continue to do the best that I can to breastfeed Birdie and I also understand that there might be a point in our in our you know in this path that I'm trying to take um, there might be a point where I have to let go of that and have to turn to some other way of feeding her but I really feel and so does Allison we both agree that we just feel really hopeful Um, Allison when she saw her breastfeeding again on Monday she said she's just so good at breastfeeding and She's just meant to breastfeed, and, and I feel that way about that um, choice for us. I don't. I just feel like that's that's the only way for us. And if um, and if I can continue to do it this way, and with the help of the medicine and the supplements I'm taking, and the lactation cookies and the lactation tea, <laughs> and especially with the help of all of the amazing, beautiful mamas out there that are donating their milk um, I think we're going to make it happen I really feel that so this is um, I think we're again at 7 weeks tomorrow with Birdie and and I know that um, you know if you read things it says like sometimes like by week by week 2 the second week if your milk hasn't come in then it won't and um, I've had other women tell me that that's not true um, that it's taken taken lo- a lot longer for them to actually get their supply to come in with um, you know with perseverance and so it's um, it's a choice for me it's a decision that I've made in my mind and in my heart and Birdie is s- sleeping now on me and she was just having a feed while we were doing this um, this episode and 
And I just think that it's um, such a beautiful, powerful connection that I get to have with her. And it's not something that I'm going to give up anytime soon. <laughs> so for any moms out there that are struggling with breastfeeding or any moms that are, um, that are mamas that are mamas to be that are pregnant. And if they happen to listen to this, just know that, um, there's so much support out there for you and that there's, um, I know in Australia, there's some, a couple of hotlines and, um, and that are, uh, that you can either call or there's websites as well. You can go to resources out there that are free. Um, so that if you feel like you're, you, there's no stupid questions and you feel like you're alone and you feel like you're, you're not sure if you can make this happen. I know you can. I know that it may be hard, but just know you're never alone. It can feel isolating. I know it is probably one, a very isolating thing to be breastfeeding your bub, especially, you know, when it's many hours of your day and your night, but I think it's so, so worth it for both mom and bub. And so if anyone out there is thinking about breastfeeding when they have their baby or moms that are struggling with it now, just know you are definitely not alone. I'm here. (laughs) You can reach out to me. We can talk about it together. I think that's a lot of it is just being able to talk to other women that understand about it and also reach out to any support about um, uh, how to breastfeed better or any issues you're having with your baby. Um, on this topic, we could just sit and talk and talk and talk for, for hours. And I can see that I'm, I'm, I'm coming up to the hour mark. (laughs) So thank you so much for listening. And, um, and again, thank you to the, all the mamas out there that those ones that, that reach out and support the new moms. I've, I wouldn't be able to do this without the beautiful women that have, dropped meals and treats and teas and to our doorstep and sent messages just saying they're thinking of me and they're here and that it's okay and if I'm upset or I'm I'm having a hard time they're there and just knowing that all these beautiful women out there are just holding me up it's just so powerful so thank you thank you to all the women out there <laughs> as we um, continue on this beautiful wild ride and journey and adventure of motherhood. Thank you so much for joining me for this third episode of the Heart Wide Open podcast where I explore and am pretty raw and real about my journey so far with breastfeeding Birdie and all of the dark and lights that come with that experience. If you live in Australia, there is um, a beautiful hotline that you can reach out to and call if you're struggling with your own breastfeeding um, journey, and that is Australian Breastfeeding Association. The hotline is 1-800-MUM-2, the number 2-MUM, so it's 1-800-MUM-2-MUM, as they say here in Australia, not mom, mum, M-U-M. So (laughs) thank you again for joining me and I can't wait to share with you more in the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode of my podcast, I'd be so grateful if you would share it with anyone you think might be interested, any of your friends and family, and also make sure you subscribe to hear more episodes.